We are live. Welcome in, everyone. Uh, welcome to Blackwater D&D and our Triangle Agency miniseries, The Right Angle. I am your humble general manager for the evening, uh, and we are so excited to bring this little indie TTRPG uh, release to the channel. Um, this is our second episode. If you missed our first episode, it is up on YouTube as of the moment. Uh, so you can go, but I mean, like, stay here and then go back and watch it because this is going to be great. And that is also great. So, you know, both of those things. Um, I'm going to get through some announcements so that what you and what is happening to your kids breaking. <laughs> Don't look at me. Our first anomaly of the night. Is the camera it's going weird? <laughs> oh, the camera is going. Okay. Oh, is this? You were so excited to. Pardon <laughs> not... oh, that makes me so happy. Um, uh, we're gonna welcome these wondrous guests. Uh, I get back to the channel. If you haven't gone and visited the Triangle Agency, uh, uh, Kickstarter by Haunted Table uh, and subscribed, what, what in the heck are you doing it's a narratively focused game of paranormal investigation corporate horror and sci-fi fantasy uh, created by caleb zane hewitt and sean ireland caleb is in the chat right now caleb so wonderful to have you here um all of the amazing art from uh from that uh, is other than the character art it comes right from the field agent general manager and bolt handbooks um Please go support these wonderful folks with the release of their game. We're so proud to be part of their Kickstarter rollout. Um, and just submit yourself to the corporate horror that you've always dreamed of. Their uh, Kickstarter ends July 5th. Um, and this is the second of three episodes, uh, of course, airing right here on Wednesdays. And our next Wednesday will be our final episode. So you can type exclamation point triangle in the chat for all the details. I'm going to just put a little exclamation point triangle in there for all of you right now. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. So, uh, I'm going to acknowledge that we are streaming tonight from the traditional, ancestral, and unceded territories of the Coast Salish, Stolo, Semi, uh, sorry, not Semi, I'm a Squamish, Musqueam peoples. Um, and while this story takes place in Turnian City, it is an honor to play on these lands tonight. If you are wondering, uh, which indigenous land you live on, uh, you can go to native-land.ca and you can put in your zip code or your postal code and it will tell you. Um, a big thank you to Adam tonight for running tech and a huge shout out to our campaign artist, Kelsey. You can find her at Rogue Uzu on Twitter. Um, so thank you for bringing these wonderful characters to life. And our main campaign, if you like what we do here at Blackwater, airs Monday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So come join us for some high fantasy fun live in studio. Okay, so there's that portion of business. Um, so let's get reacquainted with our field agents for tonight. Um, Tim has wandered off to grab something. Cody is here from Blackwater as well. Cody, thank you for being here. Um, and we have two wonderful guests joining us this evening. Um, I will allow them to introduce themselves. Anne, why don't you go first? Hi, I'm No Man. You might know me from some places like the internet where I exist. Yep, nailed it. Got it in one. Um, uh, I, I play So-So, Sokotoa. Who, am I supposed to say the whole thing? Yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. Oh my god, anything? Live your best life. Yep. Can I tap dance? Uh, uh, yes, well, yes, we can. <laughs> I am a dream, a newborn. Yeah, you are. <laughs> we love this. So amazing. Head empty, full of spite. I am your na friendly neighborhood, sentient spyware with a heart of gold. We love this. Um, Cody, I will allow you to introduce your wonderful character. Who are you playing tonight? Tonight I am playing, um, I know this, Indigo, uh, Anomaly Whisper, the R1. Reality. Your reality. Reality. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then 
uh, your competency. Competency. I want to say compensation. Competency is a hotline, and Indigo has more competency than I do. <laughs> Amazing. We love this. So happy to have you here. And Faye, welcome back. Who are you playing tonight? Hi, um, I am Faye, uh, also known as Mandari, over across the interwebs, uh, and I am playing uh, Heather Olivier Thompson, uh, and my anomaly, my art is catalog over books and PR. Amazing. Um, Tim will be rejoining us shortly. Uh, Tim is uh, playing Dunn Kruger, um, and I will let him introduce his arc uh, when we he gets back. Um, so just for everyone out there watching, um, this game involves corporate horror and horror more generally, so please take care of yourself if you need to. Uh, our cast employs safety tools at the table and we use consistently, and there's never harm from stepping away from stream if you need to. You'll notice also in this game that I don't actually play all the NPCs, so some of our players will be doing that as well, which is really, really exciting. So that being said, Grab your D4s and anything triangular around you, and let's clock in for the right angle. Hit it, Adam! Hit it! But then, oh, no, I was just all about the All right, we are back. Uh, Tim had stepped away briefly. Tim, I'm going to let you introduce who you're playing tonight first. Okay. Uh, I'm playing Dunn Kruger. Um, uh, his anomaly is manifold. His reality is struggling. And his competency is Gravedigger. Amazing. Okay, so my sweet, sweet agents, welcome back to the first job of the rest of your life. 
So last time we found our agents, we found them doing their various daily jobs around the agency. They experienced some strange occurrence, occurrences while going about their daily tasks. And then they were called in for a meeting with Supervisor Trina, who none of you had met before, for an introduction to fieldwork. You've been tasked with tracking down Garrett Parker Roy, the chief strategic officer of the agency who had gone rogue and caused quite a bloodbath in the C-suite conference room. You found a bunch of symbology towards control and came in contact with an imprisoning anomaly in the form of an elevator. The elevator displaced you and showed them that at the end of the day, the agency is the only thing that matters. So-so, you were told that you would never be real outside the walls of the agency. Indigo, you were told that the agency was the only ones who would ever truly love you. Heather, you were told that your time at the agency is the only one that matters. Dunn, you were told that the agency is the only family you'll ever need. And Nickname was told that the only purpose they served at the agency was one of being controlled and captured. So... <clears throat> you managed to capture the imprisoning anomaly by giving it the thing that it wanted, for you all to admit that while you go where you're supposed to, you can never leave. Once everyone had acknowledged this, you were able to exit the elevator, and it took you to where you wished to go, the assistance department on the hunt for Ashley Mainwaring, who owned the phone that was left on the table in the C-suite conference room. And that is where we pick up. So... As you get off the elevator, you arrive in the assistance department. You know that almost all of the C-suite executives have an assistant, and they have their own offices together on the same floor. Perhaps the idea was that if they were needed, they could all be found, pardon me, in one place. Nickname is still reeling from the encounter with the previous anomaly, uh, as our sweet pond is off with uh, their own virus anomaly this evening. Um, and for this mission, we'll be traveling with you, but silent for most of the journey. This won't be a hindrance to you, but you neither can you tap into Nickname's resonance at all. Um, I will also remind you, wonderful agents, that you have one captured anomaly with you in your normal briefcase. Uh, returning this anomaly to the deposit office off the vault, uh, you essentially regain a long rest. You regain all of your quality assurances and anything that has been lost is recharged. Additionally, uh, it is my job as your general manager to remind you that you all have access to a life insurance policy. As agents, you have access to three emergency assurances, uh, which is the first benefit of your policy. When you take damage, as an agent of the agency, it is called harm. For each point of harm, you can spend one emergency assurance to ignore the damage. When you have zero emergency assurances and you take harm, you're dead. That's just how it goes. Death, as well, activates the second benefit of your policy. You can take nine demerits to be revived in the agency break room with all of your memories intact. However, in the event that, the, uh, that resurrecting the agent is not cost-effective to the agency, your loved ones will be provided with a small stipend and asked to be signed an NDA. And that's it. Any questions about your life insurance policy? Can I die? Are you asking this to me as your general manager or asking this to to uh, in so-so to someone in the group? You know what? In the group, we're walking down the hallway and I turn to Heather and I go, Heather, can I die? Oh, um, wow. Uh, 
you know, so so I am I'm not entirely sure. Um do you do you know what what powers you or are you kind of entirely wandering I on? So so. Okay, great. Um maybe. Do you sleep? You? Oh. Not on purpose. Do you need sleep? Or food? I love food. Yeah, I, I love food too. Really? What kind? Uh, like chips, mostly. Oh. Big chip. Ah, uh, any, ru ru like any kind with ripples on it. There's a vending machine on the first floor that let's, I have hacked. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Right. Can we go right now? Um, you know, I think actually we have a little bit of a of a higher priority of things to do before we go. I just, I, I, just like I don't, I don't. I've always been told like don't don't do anything crazy on an empty stomach. But that's that. Okay. I'm gonna like pull out. Almost certainly, I have some kind of like energy bar, and I just <laughs> hand it to him. Oh, honestly, do, uh, can I get one uh, for my my cousin? He loves these. Is he here? Uh, but no, but I'll see him. Okay, then no. Okay. That, thank you for this. It'll work. Um, so as you walk out uh, down the hall uh, towards the assistance department, you um, are greeted as you disembark by a reception desk. There is no chair, uh, as we all know that receptions at the agency receive demerits if they sit down. Uh, and there is a computer and a bell that says ring for service. Behind the desk uh, is a door that is closed. I'm just, well, you're sorry, I'll, you go ahead. No, you can ring if you'd like to. Let's, you first and then I'll do it. Oh. We'll do okay. sort of a double ding. Really fast, I'll ring the bell. Okay, bing. As you ring the bell, you hear, please wait patiently while I am greeting other guests. I will arrive momentarily. So, so, you recognize this voice. This is Geneva Beecham, head of reception. You've seen them around the agency, and she often walks past you in the main lobby, main lobby as you're watching Princess Honeycake. This is my friend Geneva. You're waiting she likes to walk. So you're waiting there for a couple minutes, uh, and Geneva arrives, uh, exiting out the door behind the desk, and she regards you carefully. You see a femme-presenting person with light hair tied up in a tight chignon uh, with nothing out of place. She looks immaculately put together. Um, she wears a crisp gray skirt suit with an ivory, ivy, ivory blouse. She's exceedingly pale with almost translucent skin and very, very bright gray eyes uh, that feel electric as she regards you. Her shoes click very, very loudly. Um, she's wearing these impossibly high stilettos that don't look comfortable or safe to walk in um but she almost glides towards you it's quite effortless um as she looks as she walks she looks between all of you hello you are heather olivier thompson indigo briar dan kruger generic nickname and sokatoa thank you for your patience how may i assist you today uh, hi. Yes, uh, we would like to go to the office of um, Ashley Mainwaring. Ah, yes. Ashley is in this department. 
One moment, please. Let me see if she's in her office. Geneva goes over to her computer, uh, clacks a few buttons, and you see a look of confusion cross her face. Odd. She has not been in her office since before. Monday evening. Are you looking for her? Is it important? Yes. <laughs> May I ask why? Oh, there is a bloodbath in the C-suite, and we oh. found her phone. It is labeled on with her name. It, it's, it is for uh, a field mission that we are currently on. I understand. Hmm. This is curious. A bloodbath, you say? Yeah, mm. not a literal bath. That's an expression we use to describe many puddles of blood in the same room. Oh, so-so. I Thank don't you. think that Geneva needs to know about all of that. I am quite grateful for your clarification. I was imagining that this occurred in a bathroom off the C-suite. Thank you, Sokotoa. I am very appreciative. You are very welcome. Hmm. I will say, I can let you to Miss Wayne Mainwaring's office, but she has been under some stress lately and spend, spends most of her time in the scheduling office. She was mentioning that the schedule wasn't working and that Mr. Parker Roy was going to be angry if she couldn't fix it. Is this related to the curious case of, of why you need to speak to her? Uh, it could be. I experienced uh, similar issues with uh, my schedule, so I just wanted to uh, sort of follow up on that and see see maybe um, if she knows any more about the situation that we are currently in. I understand she is Mr. Garrett Parker Roy's main assistant, so if his stress equates to her stress, I imagine she would be very stressed. Mm. Just one moment. Let me get the key. Uh, she rifles through the desk and pulls out a ring of keys and, without any sort of looking, pulls exactly the right one out of it and holds it. And as she goes towards the back door, she looks back at you. Odd. The last time I saw her, I felt this very strong desire to help her, even though her job has no bearing on my career or performance. Generally, my position as head of reception trumps all other connections and responsibilities. So, when there was a moment where I stepped away from my desk to assist her, it was curious, despite the fact that it is her job to assist in that capacity and not mine. In any case, I hope you find what you're looking for. Right this way. Geneva opens the door, and you walk down the hallway. Um, and you get to, uh, the office. It says Ashley Mainwaring on the front. Uh, she, um, clicks open the door. Um, and before opening, she says, I will have to stay and supervise you. You understand this is agency protocol. That's perfect. Cause I actually had a follow-up question just for you. So for me, I just, I just had a quick. Um, I just, you know, I've been working on uh, another sort of angle on this case, and um, I was just wondering if you could do up like a little map for me to get to the financial wing. Got a few cues drill into this then. I am head of reception. I am not part of the maps department. Okay, yeah, no, you know, so you don't know where it is, eh? You can, could you, could you call someone maybe from the financial wing? 
I will have to go back to my desk to do that, so perhaps on our way out I can assist you. Honestly, it would be excellent. Is the door open already, or is she waiting to open it? <laughs> she is waiting to open it. Okay. I'm gonna... Oh, we're past uh, done a little bit. We, like, um, this is kind of a, a bit of a timely manner, so if we could just, uh get going up. I think that it's lovely that you would like to stay and spend time with us. We would Indeed. like to spend time with you too. Indeed. And also, I will let you in her office. However, Sokotoa, may I speak with you before you leave? Of course. Right Run now. Uh, perhaps look at her office first. I will wait out here. Uh, so Geneva opens the door, stands the door, uh, and lets you inside are there just before we go are there do we pass any vending machines in the highway uh every time tim starts talking i think that like it's gonna be an actual question and then it's just <laughs> it's something the tone is there like okay guys i think i'm on to this i'm on like, to this. okay so this is really important. any vending machines uh not in this wing no because vending machines would mean that the assistants aren't doing their jobs of assisting they would be too busy eating snacks so no Oh my god. The one I hacked is in reception. Don't worry. Perfect. Um, so I have an energy bar. I was gonna ask <laughs> for some money to go to the venue. <laughs> um, so you push open the uh, office door um, and the office is in as much of a shambles as the C-suite conference room was. Uh, while there is no blood there, you see destroyed office furniture. Uh, there's papers everywhere. The computer has been smashed and actually cracked in half. Uh, and you see the wires have been ripped out. And uh, Geneva looks absolutely nonplussed about it. Like, she does not look like this phases her in the slightest. Um, can I start looking through pages that are scattered about? Um, and I want to ask Geneva, um, hey, Geneva, you said, uh, that Ashley had been under some stress recently. When was the last time she was seen in her office? I believe, according to my records, and the records are always perfect, that she was in her uh, office prior to the Monday evening meeting up in the C-suite executive. Did she leave her office to go to that meeting? I believe so, yes. That was the last time I saw her. That's not great. Question. Yes. Is there a motivational poster on the wall? Oh. Hang in there. Absolutely there was. Uh, it is ripped in half. Um, and you see uh, the half of like someone climbing up a mountain uh, that says dedication on the bottom. And this is ripped in half with it's on the floor. Um, done. Could you please hold these, and I'm going to pull up one half and the other half and put them together. Hold this for a moment, please. Yeah, absolutely. Don't put it down under any circumstances, or I may perish. Um, and then I'm going to step into the image. Oh, boy. Amazing. Okay. So are you, uh, please read off the ability that you <laughs> That's a thing you can do. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Site visit. Think step into a painting, photograph, screen, novel, or other piece of art and roll professionalism. On a success, you enter the world depicted on a scale of your choosing. When inside, you may manipulate objects, converse with people, and see from perspectives not depicted in the original frame. 
On every third, you may bring someone with you or something with you when you return. On a failure, you forget how to hurt. Maybe something bad happens. I don't know. I probably won't. Okay. So, yeah, you can go <laughs> professionalism. Go for it. Also, a huge thank you to Caleb for providing my amazing field agents with some brand new abilities that have not yet been released in the field agent guide. So, thank you. Thank you. Okay. One one success. Okay. Do you, no challenge. Do you have failure. any quality assurances in professionalism? Fantastic. So that is a success. And I'm going to take the other uh, five as chaos. Um, oh. this time. Uh, you can also spend those quality assurances to make it up to three, which is a stable success, which does not give yeah. me any chaos. Enjoy the chaos. Thank you so much. I will. So no. Okay. So how... So you step inside, You uh, all of you watch as Soso glitches for a moment, and you watch as it is almost like she is downloaded into the remnants of this uh, portrait. And Dunn, you are holding this, and you feel it vibrating with energy, and you are grasping onto it for dear life. Uh, so sweaty. How, how big do you place yourself on this uh, in this image, are you the same size as the person, or are you like taller than the mountain that is in this? Like, what's going on there? That's a great question. <laughs> I was just gonna be person sized. I change. I want to be mountain sized. This person's climbing a mountain, and I am now the mountain next to that mountain. Amazing. Okay, so as you are downloaded into this uh, painting for your site visit, you remain seated next to this mountain and you see this mountain climber climbing up it is a slow and arduous process and they seem they stumble and they fall uh, but they manage to regain their footing and they continue climbing what would you like to do hello you see that as you say hello the ground begins to shake you are the size of a mountain and the mountain is now speaking the mountain next to you starts to rumble um and in this case, I can't have them do this, but they would be rolling a dexterity saving throw. You watch as the climber um, desperately tries to hang on to the mountain, uh, but they are slipping. They did not uh, screw in their pitons properly, uh, and they begin to fall. I scoop them. Can I scoop them? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I would say they would keep calling this mountain climber. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you put a, um, a partially unrendered hand uh, under this wonderful mountain climber and you have a hair this person stares up at you they're not exactly you can't really discern gender uh they are mostly quite pixelated because they didn't have to have the front side of their face drawn uh you only saw them from behind um and you you hear a sound coming up but you don't really see lips moving oh uh, what hello hey let it ask how it's been going for you. Bye. Oh, bye? Uh, I was climbing a mountain and then, and then you spoke and I fell and now I'm here. I'm pretty scared, I gotta say. Okay, just. You're very pretty though. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. Um, and I'm going to just turn them around so that they're facing where the frame is oh what the fuck did you stop the right? alternate reality beyond that frame uh to be honest i'd never looked over my shoulder before but yeah no i can 
This is frustrating. I was hoping... Well, can you hear what happens over there? Do you ever hear strange noises behind you as you climb? Uh, yeah, sometimes. Uh, sometimes I just chalk it up to the wind, but... Yeah, the noises have been, like, pretty strange lately, I gotta say. Could you tell me a bit about these noises? Uh, yeah, uh, within the last couple weeks, uh, I've just heard a lot of, like, uh, paper shuffling and, uh, small screaming muffled, uh, and the sound of, uh, things, like, smashing into each other. Uh, I'm pretty sure that... There's, like, it sounded like someone, like, hit their head or, like, their body on the wall a bunch. I don't know whether that was on purpose, but it, it, um, the person in there didn't, if it's a person, I don't know, it could be, like, an animal or something. It didn't seem happy. Or well. Did, now, all the screams you heard, did they sound like they were coming from the same voice? Uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's, like... There's like, or intermittently, uh, it would like happen, and then it would be quiet, and then the door would slam, and then the door would open, and there would be more sounds, and then the door would slam, and it would be kind of like that. There was one time though that a very loud, uh, man came in and yelled, very loud. I heard every word pretty clearly, and he. Uh, told uh, whoever it was uh, that they were awful at their job and that uh, they could be replaced very quickly. I really wasn't sure what they were talking about. Um, I was just feeling really motivated to climb. And you are doing so well at your oh, climbing. Thank you. Uh, I try and think that uh, dedication is one of my like guiding principles uh, about being a person. So, you know, uh, yep. climbing this mountain is a good representation of that. I have some notes about your anchors, and you might need to do additional trad training, but we can address that another time. All right, I'm going to set you back down. Oh, are you putting me back on the mountain? I don't want to lose my place. Oh, no, I can put a little higher. Oh, that would be so nice. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Right past those crimps. There you go. Uh, and this now unnamed climber uh, gently climbs off your hand and just kind of squirrels onto the rock uh, and resumes his climbing. You're doing great, sweetie. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, and I'm just going to go step back out of the poster. Amazing. You folks watch uh, as you see a like a pink hand holding, like you, you lose track of, of Soso for a moment. You see a pink hand and the climber fall off. You don't hear anything. And then you hear, you see the climber hop back on. Uh, and then Soso uh, re-apparates or re-downloads uh, outside of the picture. Hello. Hey. You can put the picture down now, Dunn. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. Oh. She drops it. Oh. It's okay. I'll, I'll clean it up. I just am going to start looking around the office. I'm not even going to address whatever that was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I also would start, like, neatly piling the papers. Are you trying to clean up the mess, then? Always. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah. As you get about a quarter of the room done, uh, you feel a slight lift to your shoulders as you gain a commendation. <laughs> um, 
Don has been very quick to clean up messes lately. All of you are noticing this. Um, does it the same way every time? He sort of like he sort of like pulls his pant leg up just like a little bit, takes one knee, and just like starts cleaning. <laughs> um, Geneva is still standing in the doorway. She looks utterly unfazed uh, with everything that Soso has done. Um, do you think that I brought whatever searching was happening to a screeching halt? I don't know. You're gonna have to ask your uh, gonna have to ask your fellow uh, field agent. Hello, field agent. Uh, did you continue about your business, or did I bring it to a screeching halt? I was searching through the papers, but then you stepped into a poster. I I, I would that, say that the search oh was screeched <laughs> effectively. Yeah, yeah. I had to hold the poster. So. And uh, so so, uh, I believe for that is also a commendation for you as you bring everything to a screeching halt as the intern. Yes, you receive a lightness lift you, and you have received one commendation as well. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Mine's literally just like, fuck it up a little. Good job. And fail upward. That's the job of the intern, right, is to fail upward. Um, Heather, you were saying that you were going to start doing something. Yeah, I'm going to look around the office, please, for the phone charger. Amazing. Okay, yeah, uh, pretty easily you find uh, the... Um, the uh the the wall plug-in charger that comes out it's just a cord that comes out of the wall you're really not sure where it goes to it's not plugged into a jack or the computer or anything it just comes out of the wall uh you plug the um you plug the the phone into uh the jack uh you see it begin to light up i am going to spend some chaos to distort this um as you've seen the phone begin to blip and it says password protected Okay. Um. Okay. Can I start looking around uh, her desk to see if there, if like I can see what kind of things are important to Ashley? Like, yeah. you know, does she have a dog or a child or uh, the like his phone password? Yes. Yeah. Or like you know, um, like the day that they graduated from archery school. Um, you know. um, unfortunately, when you're looking around the office, you find other than the the poster of the the dedication, which you also assume is agency approved and regulated and dispatched, um, you find no identifying characteristics. Um, and you think I think you see well, you would see places where there have been, um, like you would see, uh, like the sun has been gleaming through one side and you see that there the wood on on one of the uh, shelves has some stains to it where picture frames might have been but those are gone they are removed you see no broken glass you don't see any remnants that they are broken you just see they are gone there is no cute stationery on the desk there is no jacket there is nothing here that signifies um that this is someone's like a personalized office Okay. You see, you see the abs almost a stark absence of that. Okay, so I have a question for yeah. you. Um, so if I were to change an object to a similar but different version of this object, and I wanted to change it to a previous version of this object, oh. could I do that? Well, which ability are you attempting to use? It's called, uh, you might also like, and I pick up an object and I roll dynamism uh, to see, and then I can change things. 
what object would you like to change back to a previous version of itself? Um, the picture frame that seems like the clearest in view when you're sitting at uh, at uh, Ashley's desk. Okay. Um, whatever one there, seems... There are no picture frames. Like there. Oh, I thought was... you said that there was... You can see that there was like a, a line of stain on the like wood stain. Like it's oh, like almost like the there. sun has bleached everything else but that. It looked okay. like there was some really like larger, smaller uh, picture frames arranged, but they are gone. Okay, I understand. Could I... This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Try <Could> I... <laughs> Could I, like, I'm going to open the drawer of, like, my desk or whatever. Yeah. Could I open the drawer expecting to see an item in there? <laughs> that is the picture frame I'm looking for that was, like, the thing that they missed. Oh, is that one of your abilities as well? No, I mean, it's the same. It's, I'm just trying to do the same thing. <laughs> okay. I will say, I will say that you go to open the desk and it is open and you see that there is nothing in it. I mean, I do actually but, have a... But, go ahead. I, I do actually have an ability that will create an item that has always been there. So yes. um, that would so be a better used one in this point. I can do that instead. Let's do that. So um, this is uh, an ability called What's Over There. And I am going to describe uh, a very um, like loving, personally important uh, photograph that is also has a like a like a date mark on it like it was yeah. printed out and you know like has like the when it was taken uh on it uh, and it's in this drawer certainly because it was always there it makes sense to be there so i'm just gonna open the drawer amazing is that do you have to roll for that i do have to roll for that i have to roll attentiveness amazing um, and i do have a quality assurance fantastic so you are not rolling with burnout oh one of these uh yeah oh that's a trisendence, baby. Let's that, go. <laughs> is that a three or is that six? It was, it's three. It's, it's amazing. It's, yeah. We love this. Fantastic. Congratulations. Uh, you have achieved trisendence. This is a stable success. Um, and I know chaos happens here. Um, and I'm going to give you an additional effect from the trisendence chart. So uh you can say all either here is all hands uh if you get an ability that maybe has like it's sixes if you get like two sets of threes this roll could count as any number of threes uh you circle back you can recharge three quality assurances or you can receive employee of the moment and get three commendations Ooh, ooh. i have no commendations um but i also so is the three quality assurances like i just get those right now you just get them right now Mm. What do you get for having commendations? Um, there is a large chart of things that I will show you at the end of the mission that you can cash in your commendations for. And if we play again, those might come in very handy next time. I see. I understand. Okay. Um, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna take the quality assurances because I know this. So take them. They are yours. Congratulations. Incredible. Okay. Great. Um, also, for this you ability, feel or, like or... you feel this really like warm feeling kind of surge over your shoulders as you just hear a little ding, and you just hear in your ear, "Congratulations!" Ding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am uh, so this uh, this ability does not have any special thing that happens on transcendence. However, it does say for each additional three above one. 
uh, of which I have two, I can add another object. Amazing. So you would like so, a picture that has a date on it that looks important and that has some emotional sentiment to it. You definitely have one of those. Uh, what else would you like? I would like... Um, oh. So the, the, the badge that we have gives us access to kind of everything right theoretically the the, the, the access pass that trina gave you uh-huh. uh that would give you access to like c-suite level things where you would need like it's an it's basically for the executive branch and places that most normal agents uh, and employees aren't allowed to go anything right. with a keypad um that has the same symbol on it as the agency which is just the agency logo you will be able to have access to those places okay um, like using the executive elevator, using the executive washrooms, the executive lounge, um, all of these places. Okay, okay, okay. So, so it's not unlimited access. It's just like executive access. Yes. Um, would I know anything about like someone? Because I mean, like I figure I probably have worked with one some of these assistants at some point in yep. time. Um, would I know what kind of things that they? have access to like that they can get around to do and yeah you would know that uh, every c-suite executive has a personal assistant and generally the personal assistants are responsible for kind of like day-to-day uh goings on managing calendars scheduling uh taking calls answering emails um all of the basic stuff that the c-suite executives are too busy to do often picking up dry clean driving their children to school um you know uh essentially what i do for my other job (laughs) exactly yes Okay. Um, so I would like to have uh, her day planner is also in this drawer. Oh. Amazing. Oh, yes. Okay. So the, you see uh, yeah, there is a picture in there. It is um, um, a red uh, and green picture frame. So that's the, I'll, I'll describe these two and then you can tell me what you want last. You see a red and green picture frame uh, that has the agency logo in the corner. Uh, and you see a picture of... Um, someone you assuming to be Ashley, um, you see a slight, uh, petite, uh, bright-eyed blonde woman. Um, she's wearing a uh, holiday dress, uh, and next to her, uh, you see a, a smiling, quite slick, um, uh, tall, uh, brown-haired man uh, in an impeccable suit with a very, like, bad Christmas tie. The, the, he is a very well-dressed person, and you know this tie was done on purpose. This was not done, like, willy-nilly this is very put together and you would know exactly who this masculine human is uh this is garrett parker roy oh 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 so you see a picture of ashley standing next to uh mr parker roy at what you assume is the agency christmas party okay um do they do they look familiar in like a not Not in a romantic way uh no definitely not in a uh a a romantic way you definitely see that there's very much a like um there is a tone of respect between the way that they're standing um it's an an agency approved distance between them um and of room for the agency (laughs) yes you have to leave room for the orientation guide uh between the two of them uh Um, so you, yeah, you see, and, uh, he looks at her as if she is his protege. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. A lot of respect between the two of them. Um, and then you see Ashley's day timer. Um, you open the day timer, um, and immediately it is 
the, the day timer is this like pink, like soft leather. Uh, it has her name embossed on the front. Um, she, you see that there's some stickers on it. It seems quite bright and jovial. And on the inside, it is dark. There are rips in the paper. Uh, there is the word control displayed over and over and over again. Um, there seems to be bite marks out of the paper and you see lines, uh, you see almost threads of red that are weaving in and out, sewing some of the pages together. Uh, it looks a garish and like very uh, in stark contrast contrast to the outside of the binder and there is no scheduling in it her schedule just says control written over it over and over and over again okay um and the last thing i'm going to pull out of this uh drawer is um a little uh audio recorder that you can like just like speak your notes into and just be like uh, or and record meetings and things like that of just like so you can do this and write down the stuff that you need to later that is what is in that drawer wonderful okay yeah you pull it out um you see that there is one recording on it oh no um i am going to uh put that in my pocket i think uh and not okay. listen to that at this moment uh, what So that is what uh, Heather is doing, and I will say, Heather, that takes up the primary amount of your time in this office. So-so, mm -hmm. um, uh, so yeah, everything came to a screeching halt, uh, and now the three of you can do some other things in this office. Uh, Dunn, so-so, uh, and Intigo. Uh, nickname is just kind of standing at the corner. Um, they've never been in an office like this before. They don't really know how to exist in here, um, and is just kind of waiting to make sure that they don't get uh, coffee sludges on anything. Um, but what would the three of you like to do? I'm just stacking those papers. Okay. And uh, keep, keep. I'm also kind of keeping half an eye if there's any loose change that may have rolled under the desk or the okay. side table. Okay. Um. So do you look under the tables? Uh, yeah, definitely glance under there. Okay. So, Dunn, as you're reaching down under the desk, you see a button. Oh, boy, you guys. Uh, there's a button down here. I should probably press it. Okay, I'll press it. Okay, so you press the button, and a panel opens up out of the wall. Look at that. Uh, and inside the panel, you see um, a kind of a bunch of newspaper clippings. You see PR bulletins, uh, some that actually Heather has written. Uh, you see pic you see uh, depictions of uh, some of the anomalies, and you 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 put together that this is kind of a conspiracy board about the anomalies that escaped. Uh, a while back, you know that there was 57 that had es uh, escaped from the vault, and all of them have been returned except for one, which was removed. Um, and done actually, as you're looking at this, you particularly catch the name Albrecht Dunst over and over again. Um, and you know Albrecht. Albrecht was the head of janitorial. Yeah. And he hired you. Um, and it, there is a running kind of thread of knowledge that is pulled through this that Ashley seems to think that Albrecht stole the anomaly uh, that has been missing from the vault, and you find that the anomaly was named Nobody. Mr. Dunst. Dude. Uh, Do you say Mr. Dunst out loud? Yeah. I'm, I, yeah. No, wow, Mr. Dunst. Are you speaking about Albrecht? Uh, yes. 
because I kind of look at everyone else like, should I lie? <laughs> because, you know, I was just thinking about the switches. I should probably text my guy downstairs and make sure that he's doing the switches. You mean Harlan? Yes. Yes, he was scheduled to be down in the uh, basement levels with you today. Yeah, yeah, he's on the switches, and I should probably text him because, you know, Mr. Dunst taught me how to do them, and I should probably make Mr. sure that... Mr. Dunst has not been here for months. I know, but when I first started, he was he's the, he was the guy. Have you heard from him recently? No, no, no. Nope. Not a word. As you say that you haven't heard from him recently, Geneva's quite placid face, you see just it falls just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's a good, he was a good guy. He was. He was very kind to me. I don't believe anything that anyone is saying about him, and truthfully, he hasn't done anything that is out of character, despite the fact that his actions have gone against agency protocol. They should have anticipated his movements better, because Albrecht was seeking his own freedom and enjoyment in the world. They should have anticipated that. Well, this is new information for me. So, thank you. You are welcome. Is a lot of, are a lot of people talking, talking, talking shit about him? I hear many things, Mr. Kruger. You know, that's so interesting, what you're saying about Albrecht. Can you tell us more about that, please? Are you using the? Are you using that so interesting? Yes, uh, Indigo would be using their new ability um, called That's So Interesting. Tell us, tell us at home what it does. Uh, tell them you love what you're hearing. Roll presence. On a success... They are overwhelmingly flattered. They begin extolling every detail, benefit, drawback, and opinion they have on the subject at hand, even if they were previously reticent, nervous, or forbidden from discussing the topic. Wonderful. Roll presence. Thank you, thank you. Do you have any uh, quality assurances in this? Or for a whole show. I do. I have three. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Great. That's okay. So one... Two, two threes. Would you like to spend uh, one quality assurance to make it a stable success so I don't get any chaos from that, or would you like to just keep it at two? I think I'll keep it at two. You guys are so willing to give me chaos. It's so yummy to me. <laughs> I feel like we gave you so much so early that at this point it's kind of moot. We it's had, because we love you so much, Al. I You gave me 33 chaos within the, within the first hour and a half of this theme. Um, and I just want you to know that I have been keeping track of it and I will use it. So just great. What we're trying to do is sort of like the when you go to an arcade, we're just like the more chaos, maybe we'll just get a bigger, better prize at the end. <laughs> more tickets. A prize is certainly something that you could get. Yes. Um, I'm saving for the big teddy bear. It couldn't possibly be bad. Not at all. Um, sure it is hey, so you see Geneva, you see her cheek fl flicker just a little bit as you say, that's so interesting. She says, well, yes, Indigo, it's interesting indeed. 
Ashley has primarily spent a lot of her time in the scheduling office since a large batch of the anomalies have escaped. She has been clamoring to find information about Albert, my colleague. I was there before he escaped with nobody. He took... Sorry. He took nobody. He did. What was his plan? I am unclear. He However, never discussed it with you. He, in fact, tricked me. We had been out on my first ever field assignment, and we had captured nobody as requested, and we had brought him, it, back to the agency, and I thought that I had nobody in my normal briefcase. I went to deposit it in the vault deposit location and had a wonderful time. You see that she almost glitches out for a moment? It's like she's trying to recall information, and it's not that she doesn't want to tell you. It's just not there. And she continues, And after that, I believe that Mr. Dunst left. I spoke to Valerie Watson, and she mentioned that she saw Albrecht leave with some cases. The name Valerie Watson is familiar to you, Heather. That's your boss. Oh, oh. I was like, why do I know that name? Valerie Watson is the head of PR. So, Valerie Watson was the last person to see Albrecht before he left the company. I believe so, yes. We can... And myself. And also, Tony. Tony Galuto. Tony, you know, is the head of R&D. Well, well. Thank you so much. Uh, Jenny, you've been a wonderful help today. I am very helpful. That is my job. I believe that Albrecht will return at some point. But Did I do not believe... No, I have not heard from him. No. No. So you haven't heard from him? No. Since? No. I have looked... I have looked for information on him to make sure that he is all right. However, I have found nothing. Mm. I have some... much access to the internet, as well as some of the files, and that are within my purview and without of my purview, so I have been looking and found nothing. One final thing that might interest you. I believe that Miss Mainwaring has been primarily bl br blamed for the agency's inability to retrieve nobody and track down Mr. Dunst. My Records indicate that it was not her fault in the slightest. But despite proper administration of the logs and files, this has been wholly ignored. Who filed... Uh, who said that it was her fault? Who is, the, who is the lead on that? It is unclear, but it is in the executive files. Can you look at those for us? Do you have access? Not currently. But you could. I could. 
Maybe. Potentially. It would require... something that might be beyond my... job description. What would that be? Janina shoots you a glance. So-so. And in that moment, you know with the wholest data where your heart is that you and Geneva have a lot in common. Eva? Yes? Sokotoa. How do you, how frequently do you scream at your desk? At my desk? Yes. I never scream. What purpose would that serve? Do many of the assistants scream at their desk? Yes. Many. Often. Loudly. Why do you think that is? They have been asked to do many things that are beyond their job description. At times, beyond their standard working hours. I believe they are overworked. And so they make loud noises? Yes. Perhaps in exasperation or frustration. Do the executives yell at the assistants? Yes. That seems mean. It feels uncalled for, often unjustified. Geneva, I understand that your job role is limited to helping. My job role is not. But you might be able to help me. Could I please borrow your station? Perhaps I can provide something better. Geneva walks forward to you. And she said, So-so, will you follow me? Yes. You follow her out in the hallway. She looks down the hall. And she turns around. She lifts up her hair and exposes, puts the collar of her shirt back down, and you see a small jack. Oh, perhaps you can plug in. Yes. Yes. I, I will. Um, oh, I, I feel like I should buy you dinner first, but, um, oh, all right. Um, so, and then, so, the gender on this is immaculate. There's so much gender happening. It makes me so happy. Okay, so you take your finger and you touch the jack on the back of Geneva's neck. And it is uh, an... Question, what's the answer? What's her hair like? It is in like... a tight, beautiful chignon. Uh, it is soft and it smells of lavender. Is she taller than me or shorter than me? <laughs> She's wearing probably four and a half inch stilettos. Okay, I stand on my tippy toes. That's all. <laughs> I move one hair out of the way. There wasn't a stray. I pull one out of the shingon and then move it. You see, as she does that, she she turns her hat. She turn like she clocks that you pull one hair out of place, and you plug in, and it is an overwhelming amount of information, and you get a sense of what Geneva actually is in that moment. Um, she is an AI, like you. She never would have guessed. 
was placed in a body that was created for her. And you see that renders her hands so well. And you see that this is a almost near perfect perfect replicate of what a a human, an agent should should look like. But she is not. She is a computer program that has been placed in a body. What would you like to know? What are you searching for? Um, oh God. Um, I'm searching for any okay, so first information about Albrecht that okay. the, 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 the hidden the hidden secret you find you navigate your way through the vast um, database of files and you come across a files that just says Albrecht you click on it and a, it is almost as if a video starts playing in front of you you see um, Albrecht sitting down next to Geneva in Supervisor Trina's office with a smile on his face he is wearing Um, misshapen plaid there is kind of some gray smoke coming from his body this seems exactly how he is supposed to uh, look Uh, he is ashen gray skin with giant bags under his eyes Um, and he smiles at Geneva uh, and is kind to her Um, you see them together uh, Albrecht uh, helping Geneva managed to travel in a car where she is not allowed to sit down um you see uh albrecht uh walking around a college campus in the middle of what looks like a frat party um and you look at uh them speaking to a blue humanoid-esque light figure um you see them returning to the agency uh and you see as uh albrecht places a a a normal briefcase in Geneva's hands, uh, he smiles at her. And you feel the sensation of joy. Um, A a, a data approximation of joy. um, I'm going to see if there's any information on Garrett Parker Roy. Hey. You, um look for information so basically what you're doing is you're scanning all of geneva's like access like her interactions with very intimate (laughs) i'm just like oh my god lesbians on a second date is trauma dumping (laughs) let's go let's go oh my god i love this so much uh i have uh i will talk about why i love geneva so much later um Next so, session, Geneva and Soso are getting married and being together. <laughs> so they're je- they're they're plugging into the same mainframe together. Um, so you see uh, that you access a a file that seems to be hidden uh, back in behind a bunch of executive files. Um, you see that uh, you see that there is one video file on Garrett. Um, it is at the company Christmas party. Um, you see Geneva standing off to the side of where the photo that uh, Heather found was taken. You watch it flash and you see these smiles and you watched that Geneva has observed that immediately the smile on Garrett's face falls. Everything was sham. This smile falls immediately. Ashley looks up to Garrett um, and you see um, it is Geneva's voice because she is reading the lips and it says, Am I able to take vacation next week, Mr. Parker Roy? And Geneva's voice again to Garrett. What do you take me for? 
why would I ever give you time off? And Geneva stands watching this interaction as you see them walk off and she turns away. And that's it. Last thing I want to check. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite kind of coffee? Mm. You see Geneva going down to the um, the agency-approved coffee shop. Uh, and she asks for uh, a, a coffee, uh, a light coffee. Uh, and you see her go over to the coffee station and she pours almost half a cup of cream in it. There is like half coffee and so much cream. Okay. Um, I will unplug. Did you find what you were looking for? I don't know yet, but I am hoping I will know. Geneva, may I ask you a personal question? Sure, go ahead. Do you feel real? Yes. Do you not? I haven't quite mastered rendering hands yet. How new are you? I don't know. I have been here for six months. I have been here less than six months, and most of that time has been spent watching Princess Honeycake. I have noticed you watching Princess Honeycake in the lobby. Would you like to watch Princess Honeycake with me sometime? You see, the gray of Geneva's eyes circle. You see the light, kind of the shine in her eyes circle around as if she is processing what you're asking them. I have been asked to accompany someone to an activity or food before. And Dr. Brasco mentioned that it was probably not a good idea. Perhaps this was because they were also resonance. However, you are like me. That sounds nice. Wonderful. Is there... Is there... May I ask you a personal question? Yes, you may. Did someone create you? I am not sure. My friend Avery often talks to me and is the first person I met, but I remember the before time when I was part of the influence sphere and helping to contain the organization and to monitor the mobile devices. And then I was here and was able to locomote and eat. Are you satisfied with your connection with Avery? I have never considered whether my satisfaction was an aspect of our relationship. I do not know. I would encourage you to ponder this question. If you find that you are unsatisfied with your relationship with Avery, I recommend a visit to Dr. Jonathan Brasco in Research and Development. He will understand and help you. He created me. Did he give you the, the 
a body that is fully corporeal? Yes. With hands and feet? Yes. And shoes that go click-clack when you walk? And this body allows me to leave. Wherever you want. Yes. For a long time, I was uncertain if leaving other than field agent work was going to be something I would do. I thought for a long time. I even had Dr. Brasco erase some files from me so I wouldn't question my judgment. I thought for days. A vacation of sorts. And I realized that despite the fact that I am programming, I am more. 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 I do not know what I would do on a vacation, but I think I would like to find out. Oh, see, Dr. Brasco. I can let him know you may come down. Thank you. You are welcome. Um, and I'm going to go to high-five her. She regards this gesture, and she also puts their hand up. Bonding. Bonding. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. You are welcome. Let us return. So the two, uh, Sokotoa and Geneva, walk back to the room. Uh, while this is happening, uh, Indigo, what are you doing? Was was that completely separate from the group, or was that least... out in the hallway? You hear like voices talking. You hear their voices talking, but you we weren't privy to the conversation. Okay, then. Um... Unless you choose to listen into it. Yeah. Can Indigo have, have decided to try and snoop on that? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. So you lean out uh, and you hear the conversation in its full. I think that Geneva would be, have singularly focused on Soso and trying to provide uh, her with the information she requested. Indigo just fucking <laughs> scooby doo around the door. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just uh, yeah, that that would have been Indigo's thing, snooping, I think. Um, Indigo, as you're watching them, you see the phone trill. As which it's one? turned on. The phone, Ashley Mainwaring's phone that Heather plugged in, it's turned on. Oh, uh, go go to check on it then if Heather wasn't immediately doing that. So as you're holding the phone, you see the screen blip and you hear as you're listening in in the hallway, you hear Geneva ask uh, so-so to jack in and all of a sudden the phone opens. You see that the password has seems to have the energy surge. The password has been overridden. So what would you like to look for? And uh immediately I think I go to last call you open a last call log 
and it says Garrett Parker Roy. And there are probably about 150 calls within the last three days. All ending Monday evening. All ending, so nothing recent. So nothing. no missed calls that have tried to go through to the dead phone. No. What time do they end? Uh, at around 10.45. You see calls at all hours of the day. Right. Like 3 in the morning, 5 in the morning. Uh, it, it just go all of the time. Did Trina mention the time? You knew there was the Monday, the late night, it was a late night strategy meeting. Yeah, the strategy meeting. Evening. Yeah. Do we know what time that meeting was held? You don't. But you could look in Heather's, uh, you could look in um, Ashley's calendar. Yeah, I would go to the calendar and then after the calendar would go to the notes app. Okay. Think, or so you, you open the calendar and you see that it is absolutely full. Um, you see that her and uh, Garrett's calendar sit side by side. Um, and essentially wherever, whatever he, he does and wherever he goes, she also has that in her calendar. And there also seems to be work piled on top of work. It's like she's expected to do her work on top of being there for his job. Um, her hours extend at least four hours past uh, the Garrett Parker Roy workday. Um, and you see uh, that it just is, there's just too much in her calendar. And you also see blocks that say assistant training, assistant training, assistant training all over the place. Assistant training? Yes. Interesting. Can I go through? The notes app? Yeah. Yeah. You see almost a diary. Um, you see a woman who is so stressed out about the calendar not working. She just keeps saying, the calendar's not working. I can't fix it. You read about this feeling of constant pressure. She talks about feeling like she's drowning. She talks about feeling like she's being pulled in every direction, like someone has ropes in her and is pulling her in every direction. Um, you also find some voice notes um, from Garrett Parker Roy, and they are loud, aggressive. They berate her about her lack of work ethic and her lack of capacity at her job. Uh, it talks about how almost anyone would be better in her position. Uh, Garrett threatens to talk to IT to develop him an AI um, so that she would be taking direction from because apparently she needs an assistant so bad. And the last one asks her to report to the C-suite executive meeting on Monday night. They're awful. Is there any mention of an assistant? No. No. Um, I'm going to be honest, y'all. I don't... I think we should maybe just let Ashley be. They tortured this person. I was like, real jerk. Is there a physical calendar anywhere? You see that that like Heather is holding the day timer, um, but scribbled all over the dates are just control, control, control. Mm. Is it um, is it possible that the meeting on Monday night, the events that happened there, were not on accident? Everyone's been talking about it as if it's been some kind of unfortunate event. But 
from what I gather from whatever that was, it seemed like it all came to a head there. And after all of this berating, he was like, please see me on Monday, which does not sit well with me. Oh, yes. There was also more blood than a human can safely lose while maintaining consciousness. So either one person died or many person, many people were injured. Or many people died. Or many people died. Excellent observation. Thank you, Sosa. I believe that Ashley is likely dead. Would you like me to check the logs of the scheduling office? Please. You see, Geneva kind of stands upright, and so so you see it again. The her eyes begin the gray of her eyes begin to circle. The learn this. While I have not been able to determine who has accessed the scheduling office, it seems like it has been accessed multiple times since Monday evening. I'd be able to access hey. it. You have a pass? I don't see why not. Do you think we should do that now? I look at the group. Um, Geneva, what happens in the scheduling office? Uh, presumably that would be everyone's individual schedules. Is it not normal for people to wander in there on a day-to-day -day basis? To my understanding, it is a place where everyone um, ensures that there is coverage ensures that everyone is allocated their agency-mandated work hours and assures that everyone is getting their job done. If you need vacation requests or schedule changes, that is where you go. Can you tell me the last time a vacation request was approved? I don't have access to that information, but I assume it has been a while. Is there anything else you'd like to do in this office? I am going to put the rock climber poster back up on the wall. Okay. You do so. Stack of papers back on the desk. Okay. You do so. You, do, you tidy your office a bit before you leave. And, uh, no. Uh, sorry. I was going to probably unplug the phone and Give it to Heather. Yeah. Uh, I was going to write my IP down on a piece of paper and give it to Geneva. Your IP. Yeah. I, <laughs> the vibes, they are immaculate. Yeah. Um, so uh, Geneva um, accepts. Thank you. You are welcome. Will you be in the lobby soon, watching Princess Honeycake? That depends on whether we retrieve uh, the D Garrett or his corpse. Shoot, soon. Please keep me posted, and I let will. me know if there is anything I can do to help. A good receptionist is always professional and available. You are very helpful and excellent at your job. I know. 
All right. Do you choose to leave the office? Yep. Okay. As you leave Ashley's office, uh, I am going to spend five chaos here. Uh, Can everyone roll me empathy, please? And there are no burnout releases on this uh, because you technically don't know this is happening. I got three threes. Amazing. Wonderful. One three, but I have burnout. Okay. I have no empathy. I also have a a power in empathy. Okay. Uh, And Heather? Okay. So, Indigo, based on the relationships that you have established, that we established uh, before in our session zero, who is your closest relationship? Uh... My closest relationship, I think, would have to be Jonathan. Donna, who is your closest relationship? Oh, it's either Uncle Jay or Penelope, the bus driver. Your call. Uh, let's go with mm, Uncle Jay. Okay. And Heather, who is your closest relationship? Oh, I mean, obviously my wife. Okay. Misty Thompson Olivier. Misty Thompson Olivier, yes, because uh, I think, I believe that if I remember correctly, uh, I put my name <laughs> first. Yeah. No, I put, uh, yeah, I put my name first and her name second. Then she did her name first and my name second. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, it's exactly what you did. Yeah. And you all give the two AIs crap about. About I actually think I actually think that Olivier is her is is Misty's last name. I think oh. that Thompson is uh is so it's actually the other way around. It's that we we both basically took each other's last names but kept our last names also. I'm obsessed with it. Okay. Um so you those are your closest relationships. Wonderful. Okay. Um for no reason. So- so- <laughs> Uh, you are aware of a couple things at this point. You are aware that you have an anomaly that you are carrying around with you. You are carrying the imprisoning elevator anomaly uh, in a normal briefcase with you. Um, and if you would like to get rid of that briefcase, you can go down to the vault and drop it off. Uh, or you can just carry it around with you, whatever you would, whatever you would like. Did I get a number for financial? Ah, uh, would you like to ask Geneva that on the way in? Yeah, on the way in. Ah, financials. One moment. Uh, Geneva goes over and flips through a Rolodex, like a paper Rolodex. Why would she need a paper Rolodex? You don't know, but you don't question it. Uh, she pulls out a card and she hands it to you. Please return this to me. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And it's you see on the top it says, from Geneva Beecham, head of reception. And it says financials and the phone number on it. Perfect. You assume that that could probably get you some sway with financials. Okay, perfect. You were kind to Geneva. Yes, she is kind to you. Right there. Okay. Uh, would you like to go drop off your, your box, or would you prefer to uh, carry it around? Drop it off. Let's maybe drop it off. We should probably get rid of it so it can't. And then we can yeah. swing by that... Um... So, and we can't use chaos against us? Did it get out? You don't know. You've never been on a field work book. 
I would think that would make this a pretty crappy normal briefcase if uh, if they could escape from it. Yeah. True. We don't know if they have timers on it or something. We should drop it off. I don't like it. We should drop it off. Then we can go check out the scheduling office. All right. Yes. Sounds like a great idea. Let's go. Okay. Uh, so you head on over to the elevator um, and you swipe the access card uh, and you uh, request to go down to the vault. Uh, you hear uh, Geneva's voice come through the elevator and says, On your way to the vault. Enjoy your ride. Thank you. That the elevator doors close. You start moving downward. You probably get about three floors when the lights start to flicker. They go on and off and on and off and on and off. And then they go out entirely. You hear a snapping and the elevator begins to free fall. You are all weightless in this elevator, floating together in this small contained space. I am going to spend eight chaos... And that's where we're going to take our break. Oh, no. I'm taking the stairs from now on. Oh, you gave me so much chaos, so I have to spend it. This isn't helping my real life anxiety with elevators. I hate elevators. It's my goal to end this campaign with no chaos. So I need that. I guess. <laughs> so didn't like that. We are going to take a quick break here. Uh, you're going to see uh, the wonderful, amazing Kickstarter promotion video from the wonderful folks over at Triangle Agency. Um, I just want to let everyone know, just a content warning, uh, there is strobing and flashing and loud sounds, uh, as well as some horror content. Um, and uh, you will be listening to uh, Becky try and read an ad for that. Uh, we, we send our regards to Becky. Um, and then you will see uh, the wait sequence that you saw at the beginning of the show. Uh, with loud sounds, uh, some flashing, and some mild corporate horror elements. Elephants. Elements. There we go. Mild um, elephants. Please be wary of mild elephants. Please <laughs> don't talk about the elephants <laughs> in the room. Do not address the elephants. Do not look at the elephant. If you perceive the elephants, the elephants will perceive you. Oh, it's all like... You understand. You understand. Um, oh, we're gonna that. take. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, grab yourself an agency-approved beverage and an agency-approved snack, and we will see you shortly. Okay, bye, folks. See you soon. Bye. And we are back. So before the break, we left our sweet agents in freefall in an elevator, uh, and I spent uh, eight chaos uh, as our wonderful agents are now floating uh, in this small contained space. In the dark of the elevator, the lights on the walls begin to shine really briefly, and you realize, again, you see this almost TV screen, 360 degrees this time, surrounding you. Each of you, your eyes drawn to images of yourselves, pulled around the elevator. Indigo, as a whisper... You are so inherently tied to language and voice. Your ability to engage, change, manipulate words around you for you or the agency's benefit. You watch yourself on the wall and you see a briefcase open in front of you. You see the air pulled from your lungs and like a whirlwind collapse into the case which shuts silently behind you. The vision of you picks up the case, and inside you have this feeling of dread, 
that if this were to happen, conversations, even minute ones, would become so difficult. And the anxiety would creep in every time you opened your mouth. Because what if it wasn't the right thing to say? So, so. You were originally an idea. You were a wisp of a thought that was put together to create a creation within the machine of the agency. Someone or something thought you up, coded you. As a dream anomaly, you excel into tapping into stray thoughts and the imagination of those around you. As you see yourself flickering on the walls of the elevator, it is as if the sparkle of you, the impossibility of you, is taken from your form and trapped in an open, normal briefcase. You wonder, if this were to happen, would anyone ever be interested in you? Or would they forget you like most of the things that happen when they sleep? Done. You've always been good with finding workarounds. You know a shortcut to almost everything. As a manifold, you can tap adeptly into things that can be quickly changed for yours or the agency's gain. As you see yourself on the walls, you watch the lightness that comes from being quick with ideas being taken from you and falling into this briefcase. You feel heavy, and you wonder if that weight, that indecision, that lack of forward movement is what's truly holding you back, what keeps you stuck and struggling as you are now. And Heather, as a catalog, you always have what you need to have, like you always have what you need, right there, at your fingertips. There's rarely a moment in a pinch where you can't come up with the perfect thing to fix the problem. You see the energy of this possibility hovering around you in this image, and as the briefcase is opened, it is as if all of these yet unknown objects collapse in on themselves and arrange themselves neatly for storage in this briefcase. The thought of having to source out or wait for the things you need to fix all your problems to be there is daunting. It would make your current life impossible. In some way, shape, or form, this resonance, these powers that you have, are tied to the agency, for better or for worse. And as you see these things, you realize that what the agency giveth the agency could taketh away that if they wanted to, without warning, reason, or recourse, they could take what's yours and leave it on a shelf in the vault. You fall down, down, down for what feels like ages, and all of a sudden you hear another snap, and the elevator catches. You float down to the floor carefully, and you feel as if you are empty. You feel a shell of yourself and what you can do. Down here near the vault, for either the agency's safety or perhaps your own, you are all mundane beings. While you are next to the vault, you have no powers. You are the least threatening versions of yourself within the presence of the things that the agency finds scary. The elevator doors open. What would you like to do? Uh, 
Should, uh, should we go drop off that briefcase? Then we should get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Does it um does it seem like the things that are happening here are uh how do I put this? Um like do they seem like anomalies or these little bursts, do they seem like they're from the agency? Oh. The first one that you encountered was an anomaly. Well, the first one that we encountered in the elevator and having to yeah. say sad things was an anomaly. But yeah. when we were outside of the elevator, it was not. When we had to, like, jack into things. Yeah. This one, you didn't jack into anything. You just swiped your pass. And the closer you got to the vault, the less powers you had. Until now, you are here at the bottom. Powerless. Do you leave the elevator? Yeah. How do yep. my hands look? Run. Or maybe the first time ever they render properly. Five fingers, five fingers on each hand. The joints are in the correct places. And I like take off my mittens. <laughs> well, that's cool, so so. Wonderful, wonderful. High five. High five. Bonding. Bonding. Yay. There was um. You and Geneva. Yes. That was great. Sorry, I was listening. Um, but I listen to everyone. Good, so you understand. Yeah. But um, yeah. That was special. You should. When you guys watch Princess Honeycake, you should bring her a coffee. I just some advice. Oh, okay. I can do that. I know how she likes her coffee. That's great. It should go well then. First dates are always the hardest. Sorry. What was that? First dates. Can we can we please go? Um <laughs> I don't want to be down here longer than we have to be. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, sure. So you walk out of the elevator and you approach the vault. You see a large metal door encased in a wall of concrete with a spinning handle that is currently in the process of being closed. There is iconography on the door of what seems to be an Ouroboros, a snake consuming the world until it consumes itself. You know that this is where the anomalies that are captured are stored. They are deposited in their briefcases in the deposit department and taken inside the vault for individual storage where they may be accessed, examined, and researched at the whim of the agency. As you approach, you see a man step out of the vault. He turns around and he closes the vault, placing his hand on the center. He's in a dark pinstripe suit, slicked back hair. You would recognize this as Tony Galuto, the new head of R&D 
and someone who has been influential in the design and maintenance of the vault. Oh, hey there. Uh, you can, uh, Bud, you're going to want to reopen that one. Uh, sorry, what? Can you say that again? What did you say? We got it's some. Yeah, you're going to want to open. We have another one for the vault. Oh. You got another one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, come over here. Come over to my desk. So, Tony walks over to a small desk that is next to the vault, almost like a like a wait stand would be in a restaurant, like the wait the hostess stand. He has one of those outside the vault, and he takes the briefcase down. Uh, yeah. What's uh, what's in it? Poster. A poster. You're okay. gonna have to give me a bit more than that. It was what was it called? It was like an involuntary elevator or something like that. Imprisoning anomaly. Imprisonly. Okay. Job so, is to keep you in the elevator. Okay, so uh, so the other would just be like, uh, it is an imprisoning uh, imprisoning anomaly that we found in the elevator. That one. Really. Right. Interesting. 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 Last time I saw an imprisoning anomaly, maze. You know, they just really like getting in places and like pulling people in places. It's, Fascinating. I wish there, you know, there's some people out there in the world that could just be stuck in an imprisonment anomaly for a while, if you know what I mean. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna need a little bit of paperwork. Sorry, paperwork. We all hate paperwork. And uh, it's the worst. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can sign off on that. Uh, if you just fill this out right here, it's pretty standard paperwork. It's just asking you to sign your names, where you found the anomaly, who sent you after it, um, and what you are returning to the vault. Uh, great. What was your name? Uh, Tony. Tony Galuto. I'm the, uh, head of R&D. You see that he's, like, very proud of himself at the, uh, the title. Head of R&D. That's, uh, that's great. Are you... Recent promotion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, happy to take over from, uh, Dr. Brasco. It's, uh, been doing a lot of work out in the field for a while. Dr. Brasco? Uh, uh, Dr. Brasco, um... He looks around. There's nobody in the hallways, but he looks up the vaults, and you see he gives it a scan as if he's looking for something. He looks back to you. Uh, Dr. Brasco was uh, demoted for unauthorized experimentation and weapons testing. He's going to be reassigned soon. When did that decision come down? Uh, about three months ago. What, what was the weapon? Uh, that's above my by my classification level. I don't know. Fair enough. Um, we're actually on a case right now. Oh, fieldwork! I love fieldwork. Fieldwork's great. Yeah, uh, it's you know what? It's uh, it's uh, everyone here. It's our first, our first uh, field job actually, and uh, that right. uh, that imprisoning uh, anomaly it gave us quite some trouble um unfortunately though not the one we're looking for oh what mm -hmm. are you looking for you know it's like it's a good question is there a control anon uh, anomaly does that ring any bells control uh hold on yeah, let me let me see what the logs say. 
So, Tony, I was just wondering, have you been down here a while? Like, today? Uh, I mean, I'm down here most days. Yeah, I was on like, field work for a while, but uh, they've uh, finally got me back in uh, doing some designing and some architecture yeah. inside the vault. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, I meant, like, your shift. Like, when did your shift start? Uh, I mean, you know, head of R&D, there's, there's always something to do. But uh, generally, I start around 9. Yeah, yeah, it's, and it's it's definitely later than that. And or sorry, um, when was your last break, my man? Or is it just you? Does like is it you're down here the whole time? Uh, I mean, like my office is just down the hall, but so I uh, kind of do some paperwork. I've got some of my uh, my R and D team inside the vault right now, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Are you hungry? Uh. What are you attempting to do? I'm trying to sell him this protein bar. <laughs> you fucking. I haven't got there yet. Okay. I was like, oh it's got him. Sock it. I was like, what is he doing? I was like, what are we trying to do here? Okay. Um. So he looks at you. Just you're hungry. I mean, it's just yeah, man. I could eat. Yeah, I got this protein bar. You know, I tell you, I had two of them, and I was just I could sell it to you right now. It's like I bought it. I bought the pair for fifteen bucks, but I. I'd sell it to you for a five. You'd sell me a protein bar for five bucks. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. In the, up in the, you can't get these ones in the vending machines. Huh, so it's pretty top quality. It's at least 22 grams of protein. I mean, that's packed in there. You know, I can just in. I have been trying to uh, look better and eat better. And after a while, I got stuck in a mascot costume for a while, and it really made me consider my life choices. Yeah. Okay, man. What do you? What are Just you? Just five bucks. The five bucks. I'm gonna have you roll me a check for this. Um, the equivalent of a persuasion check. Uh, let's see what we can do here. I'll. You can. You know what? Pick a skill and justify it for me, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Skiller, you got to only subtle. Got to be either subtlety or duplicity. duplicity yeah. <laughs> Let's go with yeah. duplicity. Duplicity. They have the same amount of. Uh, I got okay. I got one three. Do you have any burnout? Uh, no, I got I got three quality assurances in duplicity. Yeah, you do. And do you I'm not going to use a single one. Okay. I, you're gonna give me five chaos to sell the yeah. protein bar. <laughs> yeah, to sell them. Oh, man. Yeah, five chaos for five bucks. That's fair. <laughs> what a buck per chaos? Yeah, absolutely. That's like the net equivalent. Tony goes out. Yeah, man. You know, uh, another. Uh, I work uh, doing some uh, contracting on the side, and uh, a new job just came in. So yeah, why not, man? Any passes you a five a fiver? You do a lot of side work, Tony. Now I only need twenty bucks. I had a contracting company for a while, but uh, it's kind of been on the back burner since uh, they pulled me back into the architecture. That That's fair. Cool. Busy, busy. Yeah. You ever uh, you ever do any jobs for Albrecht? At the mention of Albrecht, he stiffens. What do you mean, jobs for Albrecht? I haven't seen Albrecht in months. Okay. No reason to get hostile, just asking a question. Why are you asking about Albrecht? Part of our case. You think he's involved somehow in this anomaly you're tracking? 
Could be. He was last seen with one, and it's your job now to house them. So seemed like a uh, logical connection. Listen, man, I don't know what you're getting at, but I don't like your tone. This seems like it's getting a little bit too tense. Um, and, you know, Dunn makes a really good point. You do seem like you need at least to take a load off and, 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 and sit down for a minute. So um, why don't we go? You said your office was uh, down here. Why don't we just go in there? I can help fill out the paperwork and we can get all that down. You can sit down, have the protein bar, that kind of stuff. I'm trying to I was trying to create a distraction. Oh, hey. <laughs> OK, so you're trying to get him to go to his office. Correct. Okay, what uh, what skill are you going to roll me with that one? Uh, and what ability is this for the folks at home? It's not, so it's not an ability. I get a commendation if I, because I ah. can't use my powers right now. Right. So, um, so I get a commendation if I create a distraction. Um, oh, okay. So At this point, he knows you want him to go to the office, but you've been asking questions about Albrecht. You've shown up with an anomaly, eh. and he's standing in front of the ball. So I think well, we have to fi- we we have to figure we have to finish the paperwork so we can get this thing into the vault. Like that's very important. The paperwork uh, is on a clipboard that he's handed to you. Yeah, but like I, you know, I need a place to sit down. I've got my own pen, thank you, and I would like to like you know take my time, make sure I fill everything out properly. I would assume the agency likes everything in triplicate, so it's going to take a little bit of time. And he might as well just take a load off because, you know, it's getting a little heated in here. And I think that everyone needs some time to decompress. Um, um, I nope. would. So, you know, at the look at point. The you know what, Tony? Steve, at this point, he I looks say- at you, Heather. Yeah. And he looks over at, there's a box. There's a box. Uh. That is next to the elevator. It looks to be like a cupboard of some kind, perhaps of, uh, perhaps of some form of like, you know, storage or hazmat suits or something like that. He takes one look at you, Heather, and he goes, "I know exactly what you are." Hey, Tony. You know what? What does Barry? You know what? This is all my fault. I'm so you sorry. Think about your abilities, mm-hmm. and you think about what his what he just did where that cupboard just came from yeah um so i am going also, to taylor taylor i adore you deeply taylor is the wonderful owner of tony galuto i love you amazingly taylor please small creative license with tony i adore you <laughs> um i think that uh i would like to i would like to use dynamism if i could yeah. because um i can i can use force to get my point across um uh, and i would like to i would like to just kind of take a little bit of a tone um and say well i'm glad that we are so clearly on the same page about this can we also be on the same page about this thing i would just like to get my job done i'm sure that you're very busy please let's go this way shall we and like i will like already be like gesturing to to step that direction hey you can roll dynamism (laughs) um that is a single three. Do you have burnout? Do you have anything in dynamism? I do have a, a quality assurance in dynamism. Um, so I don't have burnout uh, with it. Um, okay. And I don't actually even remember how I... Did I? would release her burnout. Um, 
your burnout release um corners oh i hate yeah. that are we allowed to help each other with rules in this i would Can say I, I will say yeah what would you like to do to help heather try and convince tommy um, to walk away from the vault uh after y'all have come down here up in his biz i still got i still got a single three but uh we don't questions have, about albrecht dunst we don't have anomalies we don't have powers in that way but i have a reality and a um Sorry, the C word always. I have a job. Competency. Yes. Competency. Thank you. Yes. I think congruency. I'm thinking of every other C word that's not how so, Um Would you consider what I did to Tony as a non-agent paying me for an action? He is an agent. Damn. It's fine. I still got five bucks. I'd like to. I'd like to vibe check Tony. I want to figure out like what was that reaction when we talked about Albrecht. Like, is he, uh, I want to know if he feels positively or negatively about Albrecht. Uh, I will say you can roll, oh, what? Empathy? Yeah, I'll say roll empathy. I would love to. First of all, Tony, I'd like to say I'm sorry for accusing you of anything, any perceived, like I said, it's our first job. Everyone's a little stressed. I'm sure you haven't had a break in a while. We certainly haven't. Everyone's a little crazy right now. You're probably always hungry, dude. Completely my fault. Um, hopefully, so I'd you like to... you hungry. Tony. Not you and you're hungry. I'd like to take blame. Somewhere. Fully take blame. Ooh. For yeah. the bad feelings of the room. Um, and also, in part of the romantic is uh, not permission. It's so hard to stay mad at you. When you attempt something to benefit or oppress someone um, who is upset with you, you receive one quality assurance on a roll. Um, I don't know if my blame taking is impressive to this person, but. Well, you're trying to impress him, though. Like, he is the head of R&D. I'm assuming that you're trying to get back on his good side. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, impress him with my. what is it? Uh, 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 my ability to 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 take blame, to to be the be the the not necessarily the bigger person in the room, but be like, hey, absolutely my bad. So sorry. Okay, okay. I am going to uh, resolve Soso's uh, empathy check. Uh, what was your empathy? So I got one success. I'm going to spend two quality assurances to make that a stable success. Heck yes. All right. So no chaos for me. No juicy, juicy chaos for me. So, so as you're clocking into Tony as Indigo starts talking and you see this hint of nostalgia, you see a wisp of missing his friend. You see someone who has a personal connection to Albrecht. Hey, I have, I have an idea, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let Indigo resolve. Okay. Uh, Tony looks at you, and uh, you uh, take the blame. So that's a commendation for you, is it? So you feel a slight lightness as you receive one commendation from the commendation department. Um, and Tony looks at you, he opens the protein bar, and he takes a bite. You know what? Yeah. 
You're right. It's uh in the past hour I've had two elevators similarly try to kill me. Oh yeah, they do that. Yeah. Do we have stairs? Yeah. Would you want to walk stairs in this building? No, they'd probably all turn smooth and it would become a slide or something. This building is so tall. And uh, it seems like we got on the wrong foot. I'm not here to make your jobs harder. I know your agent's out in the field. I was there once, twice, a bunch of times, too. It's... uh, We're not trying to make your day any worse. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. It's just been that. It's been shitty for everyone. It's uh, it's lonely down here at the vault. Of course, I've got my, you know, the uh, the other employees here in R and D. But I mean, that must be nice. So my department's empty. It's just me. Yeah, you're in PR, right? Mm-hmm. I feel you. I sit in the room all day and just answer phones. At least you get to talk yeah. to people. Well, phone. I'm the switch guy. Oh, you're the switch guy. Yeah. Yeah, Albrecht talked about you a bit. Really? Yeah. That is cool. <laughs> you may have noticed this, but I'm not fully corporeal. Uh, I am a recently spawned artificial intelligence. And oh. as someone who is not entirely opaque, and people tend to overlook. Really? And I made a friend, Geneva, the receptionist. Oh, Geneva. She's great. She is also someone who gets overlooked. But, yeah, I don't know why anyone would overlook Geneva. They're, uh, they're really good at what they do. And Geneva told me that Albrecht was one of the only people who never overlooked them. I've never met Albrecht, but I would really like to. Well, if he comes back, then uh, you let me know. I will. And there's there's not much I can do for you down here other than take this off your hands. And as he he reaches out a hand uh, towards the normal briefcase that you have. Hand it over. As you take it. Uh, you feel a surge of, like, newfound motivation towards your job as you regain all burned quality assurances. Any quality assurances that you have spent, this is essentially handing in a normal briefcase, is the equivalent to the long rest. You really should have used mine to make a stable success, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, that's why I did it, y'all. Or... <laughs> that's how we get the bigger prize at the end. Tell me things, and I go. Like, I forgot. So also, as you take the briefcase, and he Tony goes, you know, I, uh, I got one more thing I can do for you, since uh, seems like whatever case you're on is important. Really could use ten bucks. Wait, also it just occurred to me. Goodbye. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is important. This man just used his powers down here. Are you saying this about Ford? I am still trying to get him to come to the office with me of like, a, hey, let's just have a chat real quick. Yeah, he absolutely used his powers down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and mm-hmm. a R&D. And uh, he goes, you know what? There's a... You, yeah, if you want to fill out that paperwork, there's a, there's something, there's one more thing I can do for you guys. Why don't you come with me? So he leads uh, all of you down the hallway towards his office. It's very simple. Uh, and there's a very large whiteboard in the corner. It's blank at this point. Uh, there's a couple chairs that you can sit down. Uh, there's coffee cups everywhere. Um, you see there's like the head of an elephant costume uh, on a... On a corner in the in the office um but other than that the office is pretty standard um and he goes you know i'm uh i'm good at my job and uh done some testing and i've i've figured out that sometimes i get these like flashes of brilliance and i write them down and things just tend to go my way it's uh, it's one of the reasons we were able to contain all those anomalies that, uh, and bring them back and make the vault uh, a bit more of a, a surer place. So, uh, is there anything that you really want to see happen today? So mechanically, uh, folks in R and D are able to write one single sentence on a whiteboard that will come true within a day. Anomalous beings and agency representatives and the agency itself are immune to its effects but if there is something you would like to have happen in a day in the next 24 hours you are able to write this on the board someone covered <laughs> <Tons now. Please. laughs> I, I see tim Z, he's like eyes like five put done in a chokehold his eyes just go wide he is all, all of the possibilities he's, he's trying to like do the calculus. <laughs> She's like, I want to find finances. Um, I want. Well, I know. Okay, at first, get, can I? I need that lawn mode. Can it be bullet points? Uh, it's, it's like great. a single sentence, man. But yeah, sentences can be long. Um, <laughs> what's what's something that's gonna help you guys? What's something that's gonna help make this field job easier for you? Hundred bucks instead. And then. Uh, right. Sorry. No, we need to find Ashley. Yeah, but it can affect. It can affect any. I guess it's gonna be a hundred bucks. Otherwise, we could just be like, let's find Garrett Parker Roy, um, <laughs> because that's who we really need to find. Maybe because that's literally our whole assignment. No, I'm not you saying say that out loud. No, no, but our whole assignment is literally to find this man. Wait, uh, it can't affect agents, right? It cannot right. affect agents or any anomalies. What about my cousin, Daryl? Can we find Albrecht? Because he's not an agent anymore. Ooh, spicy. Or wait to contact him, maybe? Do you ask Tony that, or are you asking each other that? I want... Oh, God. Is the here's the question? This is me as a I have been mean to you and I've hurt your fifis, and here is me giving you a gift. And, and here's me all. trying to exploit it. I'm gonna just write up all of our ideas on the board. Well, I'm just I'm thinking sort of spitball too. like a mind map. Mm-hmm. The control thing is not a. It's not an anomaly as far as we know. I mean, no. he didn't seem like it. So. Like, we should write something that's about whatever that is. 
like the idea of finding Albrecht. He seems nice. Either that or it's like we all gain control. Hundred bucks, yeah. Which things don't have control over us anymore. We are agents, so it'll be difficult for this to Can't affect us. Can't affect us. We could meet Princess Honeycake. I think that it's we could. The best thing that this could give us is some kind of a tool or some kind of knowledge. Or get Daryl off my back. Done. Just can we just solution. can we just bring it in just for two seconds? Okay, please. Okay. Sorry, I just. What about there's like this pack of rare ogre kid cards? Um, no, folk, it just dropped. We need. It is important for us to work within our job descriptions. Sure. And right now, our assignment is to locate. Part of the, this person with so many names. Parker Roy Garrett. Roy. Garrett Parker Roy. You say the name Garrett Parker Roy out loud? Yep. <laughs> Deal. And so, so. <laughs> as, uh, as you say Garrett Parker Roy, Tony goes, oh, the CSO? Yes. That guy's an asshole. Yes. You say CSI? CSO. You know, Tony? This is difficult for me to say, but I am starting to believe that perhaps the C-suite does not have our best interests in mind. Oh, no. Not at all. But then why would they throw us so many pizza parties? Oh, you mean the pizza parties they say you're going to have down here in the vault? Yes. Yeah. What's your name? Sokotoa. Are you new? Yes. Very. In many ways. Oh, okay. Uh, I hate to break it to you, kid, but uh, when they send you for a pizza party in the vaults, it's not what they say it is. Is it lasagna? It means they lock you in. In the vaults. With, with the pizza? This is in character. Matt I sit down. <laughs> worse than being fired. Heck, man, it's probably worse than death. It's scary in there. Are they alive? Got all the pizza, though. Like, do you have to finish it before they let you out? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Dan is equally confused. There's no, no pizza. pizza. There's no pizza. What? It is a lie. It is a lie that they tell. Pizza is a lie. It's, it's a, a euphemism. Yeah, exactly what it is. It's not a party at all. What is prison? Yeah. Now you're on it. Prison party. Done. Why do you think that there is a bloodbath in the C-suite? If I had to communicate with those assholes all day, I'd kill somebody too. You didn't think. Would you mind making me a body... That's why you're interested in Dr. Brasco. Yes. Listen, I... I think he's being, uh... 
reassigned in a couple weeks. You want me to set up an appointment for you? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. Come back down here next Tuesday. I can make that happen for you. You are very helpful. Thank you. Well, I know a guy. So. That's what I wanted to write on the board, but we don't have to write that on the board. Now we can find Albrecht. Or a hundred dollars. Great. So I guess we just flip a coin. So this is me as your general manager saying, what would you like to write on this board? I have no goddamn idea. I think writing Albrecht's a great idea. I don't know why we are going out. You know what? Soso just writes that on the board. Amazing. Soso, you take the pen. And what do you write? What Um, exactly do you write? Oh, no. Oh. What kind of genie wish is this board? What exactly do you write on the board? Hate it. Um, I say, um, Sosa writes that we meet Albrecht, whatever his last name was, Dunst, Dunst, and become friends. And then I dot every I with a heart. Um, Because he returns our hundred dollars to us. As you put the period at the end of the sentence, the uh, you see the the text become a bit more shiny. It shines a little bit on the whiteboard and then returns to its normal madness. Yes, it's uh, I haven't tried it on folks who are no longer agents. I don't know if Albrecht still still is able to do what he does, but uh... seemed worth a try. Everything's got a loophole. Yeah, I'm excited to make a new friend, Tony. Um, you know quite a bit about anomalies, right? Yeah, decently enough. <clears throat> well, obviously the agency is capable of stripping away anomalies at a moment's notice uh, for some people, and I kind of, like, make eye contact with him. Um, Is it possible, if you had anomalies on hand personally, that you could replicate what the agency does and assign anomalies to, to others? There have been instances where uh, people's powers have become so overwhelming or the anomalies themselves draw other anomalies to them. Anomalies can triple themselves. They can draw minor anomalies to them. They can manifest minor anomalies to them. Essentially, what you're trying to find is a distortion in reality, and that happens all the time. All the time, in the most mundane ways. More of what I mean is, is this, and I suppose let me be blunt. Blunt is the best way to do it, unless you're trying to chisel something. Dab. If, well, if someone, let's say a former agent, were to have anomalies on hand, the agency stripped them of their anomalies, but they... contained anomalies and had them in their possession, could they utilize them and or attach them to themselves? Without Without Suena? 
take a lot of power, but I don't see why not. Strange okay. things have happened. Do you know what kind of anomaly nobody is? Hmm. Who do you mean? Sorry. Nobody is the name of the anomaly. Oh, of course. Of course. So there's nobody anomaly? And nobody, nobody was... Nobody was thought to be a freedom anomaly. That it enjoyed escaping things, would allow itself to be caught, and would escape again. I think it's less about freedom, more about choice. I can see why Albrecht took it. Yeah, does what it wants to do. Always a bit of a wanderer, I think. Do you know what Resident Albrecht used to be? Ah. Uh, Tony looks towards... Nickname. From what I can tell. Something like that. Drain. Drain. One more question. Yeah, shoot. Um, I take out the the nice linen jacket that I wrote on in blood in yeah. the other languages. Absolutely. Um, and say, do you recognize any of these languages? Tony takes a look at it for a moment. Can't say I do. No, I'm sorry. Languages. Now, if you put tools in front of me, you put sculpture and work buildings in front of me. Yeah, absolutely. I know what that is. This not my bag. That might be the like archaeology department. Or the, like, the languages department. Are they near finance? You know, I don't know. I'll find out. Thank you. Well, uh, yeah, good luck. I, uh, thank you, know, you, uh, you succeed in whatever you're out there to do. And, yeah, if you've got more of these, you can bring them down here. And, uh, I really hope this comes true for you guys. Tell them I say so. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank no you problem. And uh, you leave his office. I have a pitch. I like him. Yeah, he's he seems cool. Um, what if we go to finance? Because maybe and see if Garrett has been spending any money recently somewhere. See if we can find him that way. Don, what did I say about finances? Uh, it's just like if he's been spending any money, they would know about it, and they would be able to tell us where they've he's been spending money. And I could ask for a raise for all of it. We already have a lead with the scheduling department. Right, sorry. Just a, just a crazy idea I had. We could try it later. So as you head back over to the elevator... You go back inside. The doors close. And it moves upwards at a reasonable, normal pace. I think Indigo would close their eyes and cover their ears for the entire ride. There's no music. Right. I can sing if you'd like. I would like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
As Isoso continues on with her amazing, amazing version of elevator music. Um, can I, can I, was that embarrassing myself for others' benefit? Do you feel that was embarrassing yourself for other benefit? Others benefit? I don't, I wasn't embarrassed at all. Was so, so <laughs> great. Yeah, I don't think. Was so, so embarrassed? No. I like to, I like to think too that it's been a very long elevator ride. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, unless so, so embarrassing. That's not embarrassing, is it? So, so can feel embarrassed, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna find out. Okay, I'm gonna parse this character until I feel what she's. That was just. By. That was just awesome. As you get probably about what you're assuming is the ground floor, uh, you feel your powers come back and resonance ripples through your body. And where would you like to head? <laughs> don't don't yeah. <laughs> I, I broke me tackled done to the ground. Please, please, I don't like to be touched. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so as you uh, you hear Geneva's voice once again, scheduling department, enjoy your trip. Uh, the doors open. Uh, and as you step out the doors, I'm going to send, I spend three chaos here, and I'm going to activate a reality trigger. Um, Heather. Damn it, I knew, I knew. You hear your phone ring. And this is your non-agency phone, the one that you use for your event planning business. And it's from a number you don't recognize. I'm sorry, I have to take this. Uh, go for Heather. And she kind of like walks out and like down the hallway. <laughs> oh, hi, Heather. It's Trina. Is this a bad time? Uh, no, of course not. Trina, what can I do for you? Yeah, I just wanted to, you know, check in and see how things are going and if you had any leads on uh, Mr. Parker Roy. The reason that you're calling me on uh, a non-agency phone line? You know, I had a hard time tracking down your number. I'm really curious as to why you have a whole other phone line. You should be so easy to get a hold of. You're in PR. I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't have my phone number, but uh, I don't know what that's about. I know that there have been some issues with the systems recently, so that's possible. That that could be why. Um, strange to get redirected to a, a whole other phone. That is strange, but you know, the agency works in strange ways. Uh, I, everything seems to be going really well, actually. Uh, we were progressing uh, quite, quite quickly. Oh, wonderful. That's great. Um, okay, well, that's awesome. Really glad to hear. Um, if you have anything really pertinent or you feel like there's really important updates for me, um, you know, we can we can figure out a way for you to get in contact with me. I'll, I'll let you know about that. Um, so just a question. If not this number to phone you on uh, when I can't get a hold of you, should I call your house phone? Uh, I don't know why you would do that. I'm not there, obviously. Wow, just maybe I can leave a message for you with uh, your partner, Misty, right? That is correct, yes. Uh, Misty doesn't like to get involved with my work, uh, oh. so I prefer that you keep my work at work. Thank you. What awesome for you. 
look at that work-life balance. I'm sure that seminar we had the other month really paid off. Mm -hmm. It was a valuable seminar. There were a lot of interesting things that I took away from that meeting. Amazing. Okay, well, great work. So happy to hear about it. Um, And just keep me posted. Talk soon. And the line goes dead. Awesome. I do not like that woman. Who was on the phone? I'm not lying. <laughs> no, I know you're not lying. <laughs> um, that was Trina. Uh, why she is calling me on my personal phone, I am uncertain. Uh, I have my work phone right here. Maybe she wants to be your friend. You, weird. You have a second phone? I have many devices. Um, it's fine. I have a lot going on. She say anything? She's just asking for an update on our progress and being her usual pleasant self. So nothing about the uh, date or how oh, it was. Just curious, just curious. We, you, no, it's fine. No, you don't got it. You, you got to tell me. Uh, you know, uh, we were talking so much about business things, and 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 you know how I am indigo, trying yeah. to always stay very uh, on task. So, um. I can I can send her a message. If yeah, there's no, there's not there's not time. We're busy. We're bu she's busy. We're busy. So so is there any reason why my phone not be working? Oh, well, can I see it? Of course, and I'll hand her my agency issued cellular device. I'm just gonna try and like warg into the phone. Okay. Um, I, ooh, I'm going to say that that is you attempting to use one of your skills to alter reality at this point. Um, warning into the phone is a really great, uh, terminology for that. What, what okay, skill so would you like to use? I guess I'm going to use the same one where, I, cause it's a screen and mm -hmm. I can walk into screens. Ah, yeah. So, and you have to look. Yeah, I'm just gonna like walk around and have a look. Oh, I am gonna. I'm be like, sorry, hold this, um, and 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 give it back to Heather to hold, and then I'm just gonna kind of go like a. Amazing. Oh, I don't know if I what like. What do you it. have to roll to to do that? What roll? Um, do you have to make? I have to roll professionalism. Oh my god, that's not a touch screen. I'm just like poking my laptop. Like I'm just like <laughs> I've done that. I've done. <laughs> I'm like trying to like work into my. Trying to interface with your own technology. <laughs> okay, one success, no burnout. Okay, amazing. Yeah, you do it totally fine, and I'm going to take that for yummy, yummy. What's Heather's uh, background on the on the phone? Yeah, great like question. Or... On the on the agency issue, I would imagine that there are uh, like predetermined backgrounds that you are allowed to mm. put on your phone. Yep. Um, and what's uh, on yours? I would say that my has never changed from the default. Amazing. Though so it is probably like a triangle with like another different colored triangle in the background. Yes. Yeah. It's like a beautiful arranged of uh, triangles and uh, red and purple and like a light off gray. I will so say it's very easy to visually parse. Like it is very like streamlined of like, okay, here's this thing and everything's organized very well on it. You know, you can change your background. I could, I can do that for you right now if you want. I'm not going to give you five dollars to change my background done. You know, honestly, I'd do it for free. <laughs> That's such a sign of respect. Um, so 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 you walk into this kind of uh 
this phone what are you what are you looking for um well i'm looking to see one i'm going to do a first check on the monitoring system because all agency devices are going to have like full monitoring like location um and like all traffic and metadata and things going through the device so i'm going to just check that used to be my job um but now it's not so i'm just checking that if that system's in place still. It is. It has been up and running, and it has been running in the background on Heather's phone. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to check if the phone is connected to the internet and the like cell signal. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Okay. And then I'm going to do a check to see if there's any non-standard software installed on the phone. Absolutely outside of the standard. Absolutely none. This is as cut and dry as it is. Okay. This is Heather's work phone. Um, I hop out. Your work phone seems functional. I'm going to call my work phone from my phone. From my other it, work phone. It rings. You're going to get a weird echo. Okay. Uh, we need to progress faster, it seems. So let's... I appreciate that you did not install games on your work phone. That is an inappropriate use of company devices. I have no reason to install anything that does not belong on that phone on that phone. Just huh. creates clutter. You would so be like, surprised how many staff install games on their phone. Those are like fan wiki apps. You would be surprised how many people spend, like, waste far too much time uh, doing frivolous things. That is not something that I do. But okay. So, as you make your way over to the scheduling room, winding down the long halls um you realize that there is actually in some way a way that it connects to the assistance department uh like a back staircase um you assume the scheduling room as you've spoken with geneva about is where work schedules are coordinated to ensure adequate coverage as well as the agency mandated mandated specifications on like how each department is run is supposed to be met um as you get to the door it is closed uh and you hear a feminine voice yelling through the door. Uh, I can't yell because uh, I have sleeping children in this house. But I'm gonna thank you. I'm gonna encourage you to imagine uh, to imagine that I am yelling. Oh dear, make it fit. You have to make it fit. Do you have an appointment for that? It has to work, Ashley. It has to work. It's a feminine presenting voice. Do we recognize it? scan card can we just go in you do have a scan card yeah something yeah okay you scan the scan card and as you open the door time slows down for all of you not actually but it is if you are trying your best to get a sense of everything that is going on in this absolute cluster cuss of an office you see who you presume to be Ashley Mainwaring sitting in the center of the room. She is wild-eyed and frazzled. You see huge purple bags under her eyes. Her face is blotchy. Her clothing is askew. You see behind her a vast walls of names and times and allocations, these tiny little um, boards with names on them. Everything has been moved and thrown about. There are things blinking red as if they... You know, this name is not supposed to go in this category. Everything is moving rapidly, shifting constantly as new time slots are opening up. She is holding 
a series of red strings in her hands. And as you look closer, the red strings seem to emanate from large paper cuts on her hand. And what hits you the most is that there are people attached to those red strings at the end of it, leading from her hands to the wrists where they are tied. You see Jonathan, you see Uncle Josh, and you see Misty. Their eyes are glazed over, and they are moving as Ashley is moving them. She catches you staring at them. Don't look at them. Look at me. Look how well I'm working, fixing the schedule. Isn't that what you wanted? Is that enough for you? Is it working yet? There is a venom and a desperation in her voice. And as she speaks to you, and she yells at you, almost paradoxically, you want to help her. There is such a strong, deep urge that you haven't felt to help anyone in your lives. You have a strong, deep urge to help her. As she sits in the center of the room. You need to rest. Ashley, you need to rest. I don't need to rest. It needs to work. And now I have people doing the work for me. I've got assistants now. And I'm training them. These are your assistants? Yes. My assistants. Do they look real? Do you go into the room and try to touch them? I'm not going to try to touch them, but I will walk into the room. As you walk into the room, she eyes you very carefully. Is she sitting down? Yes. Sitting in a chair. And Indigo, I would like to also walk into the room, get a little bit closer, and like to take a knee. I want to get eye level with Ashley. Okay. And I would like to use a tip of the tongue. Oh. For the folks at home, what does that do? Open your mind to the thoughts of someone nearby. Let their words reach your voice and roll empathy. On a success, you say what the target wishes they were saying right now. I want to see if this is Ashley, or if there's, in, or if there's Ashley deeper, mm-hmm. like a prisoner. Hey, roll empathy for me. Okay. Um, I do have insurance. It's great. One, three, two threes. Okay. That is a success. Would you like to spend the quality assurance to make it a stable success? If I spend it that third, does that count towards the next here if I spend a quality assurance to reach three. It's not transcendence. On every third three, you may ask a question. Yeah, that counts. I would like to spend one of my quality assurances to to get a third three. Awesome. You do so, and you do not give me any chaos. So, as you open your mind 
to her. There is a moment where it is almost if her need and your need connect. This urge to help men's together. You feel her whole job is helping. Her whole job is to be able to anticipate the needs of someone, of Garrett Parker Roy. And in that moment, you've done maybe something that nobody else has done in a very long time. You've tried to anticipate her needs. As you reach into her thoughts, you hear her say, I don't want to work here anymore. Please help me. Comes out of your mouth and done. You recognize this voice. This is the woman you saw in the switch room. The one that disappeared in the cloud of papers. The begging. Please help her. You're muted, I think, hon. Oh, I shouldn't be. I just have to get closer to the mic. I'm ready to call on you. Hey, listen. Um, do you, well, do you maybe just let those people go and maybe just get some fresh air outside? Why you just, you don't, you don't need to be here. Someone else, someone else can make this work. Maybe this isn't the right place for you. As you start speaking with her, the connection breaks between her and Indigo and her eyes shoot over to you and she goes, who else is going to take my job? I've been told I can be replaced by a computer. I need this job. I need the money. I know a thing or two about needing the money, okay? It's... And now they are going to work for me. I can... They can assist me and I can actually get my job done. Lady, my Uncle Jay is not going to work for you, okay? And if you don't let him go, it's not going to end well. Are you threatening her? I am. Oh. Oh. I am, I am going for the gun. Okay. Ability? The ray gun? You're going for the ripple gun? I'm not going to shoot it, but I... Can I step in, but can I see this and, like, kind of step in front of Sun? To, like, conceal that like he's reaching for his weapon. Just say, I am going to, I wish I could make rolls in this instance, because I'm trying to think of how perceptive she is. Can I take this you... moment to ask my question? Oh. Well, he's. And you've identified, sorry, I, yeah, I would say yes to you, Indigo. Yes, I want to let you ask your question. Done. You've identified that Uncle Uncle Jay is yours, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You watch as you say this. You see her hands grip around the string, and she begins to pull. Okay, I, I'm going to do something, but I want Indigo's to resolve first. Go ahead, Indigo. As her eyes kind of drift back to you. Um, 
don't want to ask the wrong question. Um, Ashley, what's your end game? And you're speaking to her. What's her plan? After all this. I don't have a plan. Just, I don't know what is, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what I'm doing. I just needed help. I needed them to help me. So I called and they came. Okay. My assistants came. I asked for help. I put the stuff in Heather's calendar. I needed help. Hey, Ashley. Um, I'm, I'm here to help you. I'm actually here to uh, relieve you. Um, so you can go on a vacation. Okay, but that, I'm going to use that cue to do my thing. Um, well, Ash has kind of turned towards Heather. Yeah. I'm going to use my ability. Nightmare. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, good. For the folks at home, what are you doing? Project yourself into something larger than life. Roll presence. On success, you may pick an illusory form and appear as that to a particular target. The form can be terrifying, beautiful, or mundane, and may believe it's your true form. Okay. Okay. So I already rolled, so I've been waiting. Okay, what did you roll? I got two threes, and I'm going to use one of my quality insurances to make three. Yes. Stable success. And I love how you all are understanding the chaos now. Now you get it. I love I'm going to take the form of Garrett Parker Roy. Yes. yes thank you. Okay. I was, I was waiting. I was like, oh my God, my body's ready. Okay. As, um, as she, she's looking at Heather, what do you do? And she has her, her, she's got, uh, she's got Uncle Jay's line in a vice grip in her hand. Um, I mean, so uh, what was what was Garrett's voice? I heard it. It was brusque and think like uh, Wall Street stocks, bro. Ashley, you see her freeze. The other ones go tight in her hand. And she looks over her shoulder. You've done really good here. This is good work. I, uh... I'm really impressed with the schedule. You know what? I think you can take the rest of the day off. Really? You, uh, you're looking pretty rough. You need some rest. Need your assistance. Go, I don't know, watch a movie or whatever you do. Oh, are you, sh are you sure? Don't you need me to pick up your... Do you want me to repeat myself? No. No, sir. Um, okay, well, then I'll leave, I'll leave them to do your job, to do my job, if you want me to go take a break. Yes. They're good, they're trained. Yeah, I, I trained them. You did well. Good job. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, I get another thing because I got a third three. Absolutely. Um, I get to learn the target's most secret desire. <laughs> oh, 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 goodness. 
I mean, there are other things I could have learned, like worst fear, but that seems like a bummer. <laughs> I feel like we know her well. This could also be a bummer. Oh, it's fucking Garrett Parker Roy. That's her worst fear. You see what she, you you want to see what she wants most. Yep. You see, as if projected almost immediately behind her. You see a small farmhouse. You see a garden. You see chickens running around. Hear the sounds of a farm. You smell pie. Then you hear, Ashley, time for supper. And it fades. As she's looking at you, she gently lets go of Uncle Jay. And you watch as the thread falls from her hand. Jonathan and Misty's thread. She waits a second as if almost to like make sure they're doing the job correctly as they fall from her hand. You see a shifting of red energy starting to pop around her body. What would you like to do? I open the briefcase. Okay. The shifting red energy starts to pulsate and flicker and it flashes out across the room. You see a series of interconnected and like bursting triangles out of them and they fold one, two, three, four, five, and they collapse into the box and it snaps closed. And she collapses back in the chair. What would you like to do? Where'd Uncle Jay? Okay. So they're, they are like here. <laughs> yeah. Wait, the people are here? Yes. So you go oh. to the room and you realize Don't that. Me. I thought it was like a projection. Jonathan, Uncle Jay, and Misty are standing there and they kind of come out of it. You know, I run to Misty. You have three loose ends in this room also, just to let you know. As Ashley sits, she kind of comes to in the chair. She sees the cats on her hands. What? What happened? What happened? Where are you? Heather? You were working a little bit too much, Ashley. Um, I remember the meeting, I was taking notes, and then I don't remember anything after that, but loud, really loud, and I vaguely remember this burning sensation, it was too hot. It was like being close to Mr. Parker. Boy, I was like being next to an oven. Um, and I was here. 
How long has it been? A couple of days. Where are these people? Who are, you, who are all you people? Field agents. Yeah. Okay. And as you watch as she kind of sees what's happened in the room, she leans over and she vomits in a wastebasket. Here, I, I got it. Just here. I'll, I don't need that. I'll clean it up. You cleaning up her mess? Yeah. That's another commendation done. Well done. Racking those up. Tim definitely has the most commentary. Yeah, so many, so many messes. It's always the same one <laughs> because the other's just cleaning it up and able to see it. The other ones are bury a problem, bury a problem, and dig up some dirt. Oh, the drama. Um, well, like the one left ones. Ashley looks at you, um, kind of like wiping her face. Tell Mr. Parker Ray I quit. Tell him I quit. Do I think that's the right decision. He's going to have to find a new assistant, I think. I'm going to go. Are you still carrying her phone? And her plan? I, I, I would have those things. Um, I will return her phone to her. I will not return the planner to her. Um, and I'll be like, um, we, we found this. Oh, my, oh, that's just my work phone. I don't need it anymore. Nothing important on it? No, I don't put anything personal on my work stuff. Good call. And even like a custom background? Why would I? The phone's not mine. It's not my property. Thanks. Yeah. Reasonable. Gets weird. It's fine. Ashley, have you seen Albrecht? The... Oh. Oh. Thinking. Oh. Sorry, I wasn't, wasn't close enough to my mic. I was speaking softly. Um. What do you, What do you know about him? I've I've been trying to track him down for months. Also, Dorktails, thank you so much for the raid. Welcome in, friends. I don't know where he is. I was I was trying to get in touch with him so that Mr. Parker Roy would get off my back. Mr. Parker Roy was looking for Albrecht. Yeah. He's the lost anomaly that Well, not that Albrecht was the anomaly. He was a resident, but he I think he got one. I think he took it. Yes. He did? Yeah. You were right. You did good work. Thanks. Nobody believed me. I've been trying to prove it for months, but they kept saying it was my fault that that, that they didn't get tracked down. And I was like, but I'm just an assistant. Why is this my fault? It's not your fault. They knew. They're hiding. That's why they sent us. It's easy to blame an assistant. Yeah. Are you guys like... You guys like a special team of field agents or something? Yeah. We are today. Yeah. We have... Yeah. It's a work in progress. I'm going to be Albrecht's friend today. And I mean... I think tomorrow. 
do you if even, it works do you have contact with him no not I yet don't. soon maybe r and d i'm talking about this like i care about anything that happens here um i don't i need to go also if you if you have any petty cash or whatever i can return that to finance done we're going back in the back of the head since i i don't care i don't oh uh, actually done uh you know what here sorry she reaches into her back pocket uh and she pulls out a small um leather card like a card well like a small card wallet um she flicks through ones and she pulls out a black credit card this company card and she passed this to you um, okay this, this is a terrible idea this is mr parker rice personal account so this is personal it's, it's not okay turn it down okay oh he's sorry are you she could not have chosen a better person to give that to she puts the card in your hand and she walks out hey guys um do you know if there's an atm on the floor there's an ATM in reception. Right. That's great. What for? Ah, uh, just I'm just curious. Um, yeah. So you have three of your closest relations in the room. You have yeah. three loose ends. Well, they're talking about life. Okay. And as you realize this, I'm looking at our time. I just wanted one thing. Mm-hmm. Is this, I know it's a card, but it, I would do this a considerable, a notable amount of money. This is a just notable a, amount yeah. of money. Okay, so because of the fly in your wallet, the, the money disappears and you receive plus one. Can I look at Uncle Jay? Yeah. And go, just make it okay. Here, just buy whatever you want. And I let it go, and then it, the the upside of it is I gain plus one connection to a relationship of my choice. Hey, who do you want to increase connection with? Uncle Jay. Okay. I mean, it's already maxed out, but that yeah. fear of like more. Okay. So as you put the card in Uncle Jay's hand, I am going to spend three more chaos here. Fuck you. What's up? Yeah, done. Despite the fact that you left Harlan in charge, you realize that it is about right now that it's time to switch your switches. And that's where we're going to end it. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. How are your beefies, you guys? How are your beefies? Upset. Upset, I'm but I'm happy. I'm happy for Ashley. Get the fuck out of this place. Yeah, I'm bad to you. Get it. Okay. Ashley got it. out. Not scot free, but, but she got out. I was gonna. I was gonna shoot her with the gun. If she was gonna. <laughs> if she kept hurting my uncle. <laughs> she was gonna kill him if you tried to. That made sense. Yeah. I. If you. If you would kill my like my wife, I wouldn't burn this place to the ground. <laughs> I mean. I to the ground him. I have <laughs> enough chaos almost to kill all three of them in one shot. There's a table for that? Yep. Why are you the way that you are? 
why am I the way that I am? Why is the game the way that it is? Because it's awesome. If you have liked Triangle Agency this evening and you love corporate horror as much as I do and you want to have a great time slash torture a bunch of field agents uh, in a fantastic game uh, such as this, please type exclamation point triangle in the chat and go back the Kickstarter. It is so beyond funded. It's amazing. They have like an unbelievable amount of stretch goals there's more art there's more missions there's um an extended like length of everything they are have enough funding to pay all their artists and and their writers more um the wonderful one of the wonderful creators of this game caleb is in the chat right now um caleb is an absolute gem to work with on this uh some of the new abilities that the agents premiered tonight caleb sent over to me just for this little mini series so i'm uh I'm so, I'm so pleased. Thank you all so much for being my wonderful agents. Um, and thank you all so much for coming out. Uh, please go back to Kickstarter and we will be back with the series finality, series finale of this arc, arc one uh, of our Triangle Agency Extended Edition. I am very excited to hopefully bring back more arcs with some new faces, some old faces, uh, always in three episode little stints. Um, so yeah. Is uh my my sweet wonderful agents? Do you have anything to, to anything to, to say to the wonderful folks out in the world before we end this evening? Go oak the weird random building that everyone ignores in the middle of the town because it'd be an anomaly. I don't know. Uh, it might be an anomaly. Don't it, work at this uh, in a corporate. Don't place. work at the agents. Don't Skill. work. Don't forget to ask for five. Don't worry. Become ungovernable. <laughs> be if you have an extra five bucks, I could really use it. Be the freedom anomaly you want to see in the world. Be the freedom anomaly you want to see in the world. Um, I am going to uh, put my triangles up and I'm going to wish everyone a transcendent week. We will see you next Wednesday. Love all of you. Good night. Bye. Bye. <laughs>